Hi, and welcome to the FG Personal Training Podcast. In this episode, I want to talk a little about injuries, training through injuries, how to manage an injury, and some of the common questions that we get asked. So the common question I get asked, the most common question I get asked about injuries is, can I train with an injury? Can I train through an injury? And how does that work? So training, training with an injury. So the simple answer is, yes, you can. Depending on the severity of the injury, the rehab process of the injury, and what the experts, particularly the, the doctors, the medics, the physios, any therapist that you're seeing, depending on what they say as well. So we try and work closely with those. So for example, let's go for a, a, a broken leg. So we've got, we've got an athlete with a broken leg. How do we, how do we train for that injury? Well, obviously you're not going to be doing squats, deadlifts, lunges, etc. particularly if the athlete is on crutches in a cast, maybe in a boot, maybe in a wheelchair, depending on, on what we need to do with the recovery of this injury. But for example, we can do single leg work. So there are single leg RDLs, single leg squats that we can be doing with that injury on the good leg. We can also do upper body work. So it's not going to stop us doing any kind of upper body strength work, i.e. push, pull, um, brace, rotate kind of work. It isn't going to stop us doing that. So yes, you can train with an injury. Um, but training with an injury is different to training through an injury. So training through an injury would i.e. be you have a muscular tear or strain and you're just training through it. So you hear it all the time, people training through injuries, people playing on with injuries. Um, this can be a matter of matter of cause, matter of fact, but often down to personal preference. So some people have a higher pain tolerance than others. So there are examples, many, many famous examples across sport where people have injured themselves, maybe a muscular strain, uh, maybe a muscular muscular tear, and they've they've played on through the injury. They've they've taken a couple of days to recover, so their healing powers are great, and they've they've carried on training, they've carried on playing. Uh, through the injury with no real no real side effect later on there are other people uh often inverted commas called injury prone who have the a little bit of cramp or a slight tear or a slight strain and that's them done so i think training through injury uh is a term i don't like to use because training through injury suggests that you're just going to make it worse and i think actually we need to be careful with injuries and they need to be monitored and managed correctly uh, to do that but training with an injury is definitely is definitely doable training with an injury is is like i said it's a it's a window of opportunity so for example you've got a broken leg you're gonna you're gonna do upper body work you're gonna you're gonna be able to do sort of upper body cardio say it's battle rope seated or maybe some seated boxing or hand bike depending on what your what your gym has but single leg squats are also an option as well single leg rdls for example Again, if you've injured your upper body, you may have a limb injury. You can train single arm movements. You can train uh, as upper body. You can train lower body movements. Um, you might not be able to train a full squat or a back squat if your arm's in a cast, but maybe safety squat bar uh, squats or um, some single single dumbbell work, some single dumbbell deadlifts, some single arm kettlebell swings. A lot of these things can be done with an injury. So that isn't necessarily an issue and I actually encourage my athletes, my clients to, to carry on training if they have an injury. Obviously, if it's a, if it's a bad, like a car crash, where there involves a lot of stress, a lot of trauma to the body, that's different than needs a time of recovery then. And then we work closely with the physios. But for, for a tear or, a, or something like that, you can definitely carry on training. 
and actually is seen as an as an opportunity. So over the summer, we have a, a young tennis player that trains with us. Uh, she injured her finger playing rounders at school, which meant basically she couldn't hold a racket. However, it gave us a chance to work on on her, her fitness base, her her cardio base, um, which was a, actually good for us because we don't spend that much time on her her out on out endurance um, due to her playing long long tennis sessions training sessions uh frequent training sessions intensity can be quite high uh, often playing uh, games and matches over weekends as well so a lot of time is spent developing developing tennis qualities and on instances as well recovery uh rest and recovery sessions as well um including stretching foam rolling etc so actually the finger injury gave us a little bit of chance to to work on endurance training for a period of about eight to nine weeks, uh, it gave us a real solid block of training. And actually, now we're back playing tennis. Uh, the fingers, the fingers healed. Uh, it gives us a chance to kind of work off work off that cardio base, that endurance base that we've been able to develop over the summer. Um, it's not going to last forever, but it has given us a solid base to do that. And that injury to the finger gave us an opportunity to develop some different qualities in training which I think has helped hopefully her massively in her performance. Um, but coming back to training, she she has that base. If she'd have spent eight, nine weeks off of training just for a, for a little finger injury, then it would have been even harder to get back because there would have been no training for eight or nine weeks at all. So that actually gave us the opportunity to get in the gym where, we, where we're normally fighting against time a lot of the time with tennis training sessions, matches, games, preparation, uh, it gave us a little bit of chance to get in the gym. Um, she's, I know she spent quite a bit of time in the gym as well, uh, developing developing other qualities such as strength, power, uh, and, and her endurance. So it actually gave us a, a window of opportunity, which was nice. And I think that you need to see injury as an opportunity. It can create a lot of different openings to work different qualities. So as frustrating as it is that you may be out of your sport, uh, i.e. tennis, uh, you're not you're not playing tennis, so as, as frustrating as that is, you can actually use that time to to get ahead a little bit. And sometimes getting ahead isn't necessarily a bad thing, especially when you can work on qualities that you wouldn't normally work on. Uh, so as frustrating as injuries are, don't be don't be too downbeat on them because actually it can create it can create an opportunity that you wouldn't otherwise have, especially in training. And in your training block, it gives you an opportunity to develop other qualities. Um, that, that you wouldn't do in your training and I think that is a that is a positive you can take as as devastating as injury can be particularly if it's a long-term injury so if it's, a, it's an ACL or a, or a serious ligament injury you can be you're talking you can be talking anywhere between six to, to 12 months on the sidelines and obviously that does involve a period of rest um, there's also the the mental side of injury as well and and sometimes I do encourage my athletes to take some time off, depending on the trauma, the, the trauma nature of the of the injury. Um, for for some for some athletes, the thought of not playing their sport for even a couple of weeks can be pretty devastating. So actually, it's good to give give the mind a rest as well at that stage, and just take some time off, keep out of the gym um, as well. But also sometimes, sometimes an injury can ease the pressure of the sport a little bit as well. We often find that with athletes, with sportsmen, with sportswomen, we get we get caught up in the moment of what we're doing. So a fixture's coming up, an important fixture's coming up, the stress levels are higher, the anxiety levels are higher, or we've had a great game, or we've had a bad game, 
all of these things can affect mental stress, mental fatigue. We live on the euphoria of a great game or a great match or a great win. We live in the in the disappointment of a of a bad tournament, of a bad game, of a bad match, of a bad fight, whatever whatever athlete you're working with. And I think sometimes having the injury again, it's a bit of an opportunity for the mind just to rest a little bit. Um, there's there's not the pressure now of, of games. There's not the disappointment of a bad fixture or the euphoria of a great win. Um, and actually, it can be it can be nice just to allow your athletes just to recover mentally as well as physically from from said injury, even if it's a small one, even if it means it's a it's a week, two weeks off. Um, you can find that actually hugely benefits your athlete just from just from giving them a little little bit of time just to recover. Um, but back to the injury itself, so the, the physical side of things. Um, injury management. So this comes back to that that age old question of can I train with an injury? And as long as you manage it correctly, then absolutely yes. As I've mentioned, you can. There are ways around working with an injury. So your single arm, your single leg stuff. Um, so injury management, just managing that injury, keeping track of your athlete, making sure you're you are keeping a track of them, making sure you're keeping a track of their loading, um, the intensities in which you're doing things, even on the single leg, single arm stuff. Um, but also keeping track of them mentally as well. So making sure are they are they sleeping okay. Um, what's their stress like in their work, school, whoever, whoever you're working with, and just keeping a track of that because because stress can stress can cause a cause an effect on how quick or how slow the injury takes to heal. So it's important that you just keep track of your athlete. Remember, you're working with a person. You're not working with an injury. So you're not working with a broken leg. You're working with a person attached to the broken leg or the the torn ACL or whatever it is that you're working with. So bear that in mind as well. So regular check-ins with them is good. Make sure they're okay. See what they're doing. See how they're coping. Um, and just and just manage manage the injury from a physical aspect. So obviously you don't want to be overworking overworking the injury. You want to be doing your rehab and your recovery work, but you don't want to be working it too hard. You want to make sure you're doing it in stages. So you're progressing that. So just like you would with a program with progressive overload. So you're 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 gaining adaptation with your athlete. You want to be doing the same with the injury. So you obviously want to be working injury so that it recovers and it heals and it gets stronger. That's the main thing there. So it's all right, the injury healing, but you want it to come back to full strength again. So it's working with the injury, but also working with your athlete that the injury is attached to. So making sure that you're checking in with them daily updates, weekly updates, monthly updates, however long the athlete is injured for. Just make sure you're looking out for them. Make sure they're make sure you're giving them the, the right the right environment for the for them to heal. Um there's a there's a great podcast. Uh it's Ben Foster, the Watford goalkeeper. Uh, he has a podcast called The Fuzzcast, and he has Gary Lewin, who is a, a professional physio. Uh, he works with Arsenal and England football teams. Um, and he talks about healing rates. So everyone's healing rate is different, but you can't speed up the healing rate of a person. However, what they do is they provide the best environment for an injury to heal. And I think we need to do that as well. Uh, depending on your environment, it may be a lower level than, say, professional sports clubs. But you need to give your your athlete the perfect environment or the, the most perfect environment you can for them to heal. So, like I say, if someone's got a broken leg, you don't want to be doing deadlifts and squats while they're in their in their boot. That is that's no good. So you want to be just providing the right the right the right doses, the right treatments at the right time um, for your athlete to give them the 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 ultimate the ultimate environment for them to heal quickly, uh, efficiently, effectively. And then obviously to to start your rehab process of coming back, coming back stronger. Um, 
once you're on the rehab process, so the injury's healed, um, once you're on the sort of the recovery and rehab process, make sure your athlete is is doing the right things. And if you are an athlete as well, be be challenging your be challenging your coaches, be challenging your your therapist, your medics for what the right course of treatment is, for what the right things to do are at the right time. Um, it may be a small dose approach where you're doing sort of maybe little and often, or it might be a case of, okay, well, do do something once, twice, three times a week rather than every day. Um, there, could, there, could, there are many methods. There are, you have your massage, your physical therapies, where you have your massages, your, um, your acupunctures, even your strength and conditioning work. And then you have your, your maybe say sort of non-physical stuff, which is your resting. Um, there might be a little bit of bit of stretching work or or mobility work that you can do there as well. And obviously, if you've had big intervention work, i.e., surgery, that may you may need a little bit more of that that kind of treatment to to help it to help it recover and and rehab. Um, but once you're in your rehab phase and and you you you're, you're starting to to come back to playing playing sports, make sure you're you're again you're just monitoring it. So if it's starting to hurt, you maybe need to to ease up your training, you ease up your your playing a little bit. Um, communication is key here. So communicate with your coaches, um, communicate with your therapist, your medics, your doctors. Keep a good eye on the keep a good eye on it. Monitor your loading as well. Um, speak to your speak to your fitness coach about loading and and the right ways of going about about your injury and how you're going to, how we're going to go forward once we've, once we've recovered and, and the rehab process is done, how we're going to get it back to, to full strength and how we're going to get it back to, to back to relative normal. Uh, once you start playing, competing again. So that's key going forward that you monitor your injury and try not to forget about old injuries because speaking from experience, I know that if you forget about it, they'll just flare up again. Um, maybe not as bad, but they'll definitely, there'll always be something there to think about so when you're when you're going forwards monitor your injury um and and uh and make sure you're keeping good communication with your coaches um i'm going to wrap the the podcast up there it's just a, a short one uh, for this episode um so just make sure that obviously if you do have an injury you it's not the end of your training especially if it's a long injury sort of eight nine twelve months um it isn't it isn't the end of your training there's actually a window of opportunity there that you can use to get ahead uh, work on qualities that you wouldn't normally work on. Um, as a coach, I often I, I try and get my try and get my injured guys in into the gym as, as much as possible. Um, create, like I say, create uh, a different training pathway, um, but use it as an opportunity to create to create uh, a more solid athlete. Manage your injuries. So with your coaches, with your medics, uh, with your therapists, make sure you're you're managing the injury, giving it the best environment to heal um, as possible. So again, don't overwork it. Don't underwork it either. Uh, don't do nothing with it, but make sure you're, you're, you're regularly communicating with the guys that are in the know. Uh, make sure your, your, your team are also communicating with each other. So if you see a fitness coach and, you, and you're seeing a physio, make sure they're, they're speaking to each other as well. Effective communication is key to, to recovery of injuries. Um, and make sure you, you recover well. Make sure you rehab well. And then make sure you monitor it as you carry on.